Thank you for calling Diamonds of Promise LLC with Lane. We're a positive women's empowerment outreach based in Cuyahoga County, but serving women worldwide. Here, we believe all women are as rare diamonds, special, unique, and of great value to God. If you're not sharing, please mute your phone and you will be connected. If you are the host, press star now. Otherwise, please wait and you will be joined into the conference. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for calling us today. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. Today is Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. And our verses today are 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 38 through 44, and 1 Samuel chapter 26, verses 1 through 21. And I'm going to open up the line with prayer. Father, I thank you, O oh God, for this line. I ask that you bless everyone here, Lord, that you will cover this line in the blood of Jesus. Cover everyone here, Lord God. Bless our atmosphere. Find all spirits of chaos 
and confusion that may be in our midst. Father, I pray that you will give us, open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears, give us knowledge and wisdom to understand your verses. Father, I pray that you will bind and immobilize anything that is not like you. And Lord, I ask that your understanding will come through as we read the word and apply it to ourselves. Father, I thank you, O God, for your holy word, for your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And Lord, I pray that you will bind any distractions from this line off of anyone's phone line and seal this prayer in the blood of Jesus. It is so. It is so, amen. Blessings, everyone. It is so. Yes, it is so. Blessings, everyone. And I'm going to um, start reading our verses today, starting with verse 38 in 1 Samuel chapter 25. And it reads, About 10 days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord, who has pleaded the cause of my reproach suffered at the hand of Nabal, and has kept his servant from retaliating with evil. For the Lord has returned the wickedness of Nabal on his own head. Then David sent word to Abigail, proposing to take her as a wife. When the servants of David came to Abigail at Carmel, they said to her, David sent us to you to take you to him to be his wife. And she stood and bowed with her face to the ground and said, Behold, your maid servant is ready to be a maid to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. Then Abigail quickly got up and rode on a donkey with five of her maids who attended her. And she followed the messengers of David and became his wife. David had also taken a Hinnom of Jezreel. And they both became his wives. But Saul had given Michael, his younger daughter, David's wife, to Palti, the son of Lish, who was from Galem. And that concludes chapter 25, verses 38 through 44. And I'm going to read chapter 26, verses 1 through 21. The Ziphites came to Saul at Gibeah, and, and I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, the King James Parallel, the Amplified Bible. 26, the Ziphites came to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is David not hiding on the hill of Hachalah, east of Jeshimon? So Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Zip, taking with him 3,000 chosen men of Israel to search for David there in the wilderness of this. Saul camped at the hill of Hachilah, which is beside the road east of Jehisham. But David stayed in the wilderness. When he saw that Saul came into the wilderness after him, David sent out spies, and he learned that Saul was definitely coming. So David arose and went to the place where Saul had camped, and saw the spot where Saul lay, as well as Abner, the son of Ner, they command the commander of his army and Saul was lying inside the circle of the camp with the army camped around him and then David said to Abimelech the Hittite Abimelech, and to Abshai the son of Zuriah brother of Job 
who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai went to the army during the night. And there was Saul laying asleep inside the circle of the camp with his spear stuck in the ground by his head. And Abner and the people were lying around him. Then Abishai said to David, God has given your enemy into your hand this day. Now then, please, let me strike him with the spear, driving it into the ground with one stroke, and I will not strike him the second time. But David said to Abishai, don't kill him, for who can put out his hand against the Lord's anointed king and be guiltless or innocent? David also said, as the Lord lives, most certainly the Lord will strike him in his own time and way, or his day will come and he will die, or he will go down into battle and be carried off dead. The Lord forbid that I will put my hand against the Lord's anointed, but now take the spear that is by his head and the jug of water and let us go. So David took the spear and the jug of water from beside Saul's head and they left. And no one saw or knew, nor did anyone awake. Because they were all sound asleep, for a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. Then David crossed over to the other side and stood on top of the mountain at the distance with a large area between them. Verse 14. David called to to the army of Abner, the son of Ner. Will you not answer, Abner? Abner replied, who are you who calls and disturbs the king? David said to Abner, are you not a brave man? Who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not guarded your Lord and king? For the one of the people came into your camp to kill the king, your Lord. This thing that you have done is not good. As the Lord lives, you surely deserve to die because you have not guarded your Lord, the Lord's anointed. And now, see where the king's spear is, and jug of water that was beside his head. Then Saul recognized David's voice and said, Is this your voice, my son David? And David said, It is my voice, my lord the king. And David said, Why is my lord pursuing his servant? For what have I done? Or what evil is in my hand? Now therefore, please let my lord the king Hear the words of the servant. If the Lord has incited you against me, let him accept an offering from you. But if it is men, may they be cursed there before the Lord, because they have driven me out this day to keep me from sharing the inheritance of the Lord, saying, Go serve other gods. Now then, do not let my blood fall to the ground away from the presence of the Lord. For the king of Israel has come out to search for a single fleet, just as when one hunts a defenseless partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will not harm you again, because my life was precious in your sight this day. Hear me, I have played the fool, and I've done a very great wrong to you. And that concludes my reading of 1 Samuel chapter 26 verses 1 through 21 and i'm going to jump right into my interpretation of what i get from these verses 
And um, yesterday we were uh, discussing, you see how uh, Nabal was a foolish man and he was very um, just disrespectful. And he was a foolish man. He wasn't good, had a good character. His character was wicked. And we see that we ended our verses yesterday with Nabal suffering a stroke. And um, I believe it was alcoholism and it was um, a stroke due to that. And also Abigail, she had told him everything that happened. And sometimes when the truth hits you, it can shock you in a way where you're physically affected. So when Abigail told him everything about what had happened, about what he did and how he was rude to David and how he didn't serve and, you know, that David was going to kill him, but she came out with all of these cakes and figs and, and goats and uh, bread. He couldn't take that information. It was overwhelming. So he had a stroke. And um, and then we see now, you know, 10 days later, God stopped his heart within him. So he just completely died. He stayed alive for 10 days and then he um, died. And when he died, we see that um, Nabal, we see that Abigail, David took Abigail as his wife. And now we see it in verse 36 to 44, Nabal's death and Abigail's future. So unfortunately, he was cruel to her. He didn't respect his wife. He didn't value her. And because of that, you know, he lost her, but David saw her value. And David, you know, uh, sent the men to go and propose, you know, the, the offer to be her his wife. And she accepted it. She bowed down and she was humble. She even said that, you know, she would be a servant and, um, you know, wash the people's feet. That was a, a sign of servanthood. So she was honorable in her response. And, you know, Abigail went ahead and she married David. And um, he also took a woman named Ahinoam to be his wife. And so he had two wives. Most of the kings had multiple wives and concubines in the Bible. And uh, Michael, which is his first wife, the one that really loved him, a saw out of anger and jealousy took her and gave her to another man. So, you know, that was hurtful to David as well, that Saul would do something like that. But he did it because we know he was pursuing them and against them and, you know, wanting, wanting to hurt, hurt, um, hurt uh, David in any way. And what we get from these verses is that men, you know, the legacy uh, that you want to leave is one of being an honorable man, a man that took care of your family, a man that takes care of your children, you don't want to be worthless and drunken. You know, you don't want to leave that legacy and see here even with Abigail having to fix what he messed up. You know, it shouldn't be like that. Men should be role models in their family. The Lord speaks about if a man doesn't take care of his home, he's worse than an infidel. An infidel is a person who's a non-believer and they're just a wicked person, an adulterer, a liar, and don't keep their word. So um, God, if God says that, then he really thinks highly about men who, you know, take care of their children and take care of their responsibilities. That's very, very important to God because it keeps the devil out of the family. Like I mentioned the other day, a lot of broken homes leads to abuse. A lot of women that I pray for and minister to in the ministry, Diamonds of Promise, usually it's because there's no father in the home or the father was abusive or something happened where the father left the home and it just left the women out to the whatever to be targeted by whatever spirits in the community. You know, if there's men there, 
prostitution and pimps in the area depends on, you know, what's, what's going on. But a lot of times they're open to that, to the enemy coming in because the father is not there. So God wants um, the men to be responsible. He wants the men to be in the home and take care of their children and, you know, be a protector. And that's what I get from um, chapter 25. Moving on into chapter 26. What we see happening here in chapter 26, um, we see a lot of things taking place in chapter 26. It opens up, David spares Saul's life again. Um, <laughs> this is a repeat of what happened in chapter 25. And, you know, it just points out that vengeance belongs to God. You know, we should never uh, try to repay evil with evil. You know, when someone does something wrong to us, God wants us to take that to him in prayer and, you know, give it to him. God, I always say God can do it better than we can. Um, he wants us to love our enemies, never repay evil for evil. And David would not kill Saul. He took the jug and the spear as evidence. Like, I could have took you out, but, you know, I didn't do it because I respect the honor. God let you be king. You're king. I'm going to respect your title. Even though I don't respect your behavior, you're chasing after me. This was a long time, you guys. It's been years that David has been on the run. Very long, long time. And, um, you know, he's been running and avoiding Saul. Saul trying to kill him, having to uproot, you know, nervousness. All of these things has affected David's life. But still, even in all that, he has a second opportunity to kill him. And Abishai offered to kill him. He's like, Saul, please just let me just take him out. Aren't you tired? <laughs> But David says, no, Abishai, you know, no, we're going to spare him. We're not going to kill him. And then David looks at his, uh, his, the person, his armor bearer that's supposed to be protecting him. And he says, you know, wow, you know, you didn't even protect the king. And God caused a deep sleep to fall on them. And this is real similar to the, up to the previous chapter. It shows us that even faced with David faced with the opportunity to finally get rid of this headache that he's been having, you know, with this pursuit of uh, Saul chasing him down and all of these things when he snuck into the camp at night, he still didn't do it. He just wanted him to know that I could have done this to you, but I, I won't do it. And uh, that's where it ends um, there. We stop there. And then we also see that Saul actually tells David, I'm sorry, you know, I... I acted foolishly. I made a mistake. I, I've been doing things wrong. And he said this before, but, you know, David still forgives him and says, okay, you know. So he finally goes home. And um, what I get from David at this point is he has a lot of patience. He's more patient with than most people that I know would be with someone trying to, you know, kill them and take them out or hurt them. So I, I see this being an example of following Christ. You know, Christ's life, Christ had forgiveness and patience towards us. So we should also be patient and forgive others and not be quick to um, to retaliate. Uh, the scripture tells us if your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And then if he sins against you seven times a day or turns to you seven times, times seven, saying, I'm sorry, I repent, then we should forgive him. And, you know, that's the opposite of what the world teaches. It teaches if someone do you wrong, get even, you know, do them back, get, get back, do what they did to you and worse. But that, at the end of the day, that doesn't help. That doesn't 
change anything. It puts you on the same level as that person. And that's what I get from these verses um, that David refused to bow down. He, re- he refused to be like Saul. You know, he said, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to keep going and, um, and do what God, you know, what pleases God. And I'm not going to do what you, you know, what you do. And yeah, Abner was his name. Abner, he didn't guard the king. And um, that's also showing who, me, who you have around you. Be careful who you put into position to protect you. By him being the king's armor bearer, he was supposed to keep him safe. But Abner is sleeping, you know, and that's just really sad. Abner is in a deep sleep, knocked out, you know. And and meanwhile, they're able to sneak sneak into the camp. And my prayer is, Lord, help us crush our emotions upon the rock of ages, which is Jesus Christ. If we recognize that we make a mistake, let us repent. Just because we have the opportunity to get even, God, I pray that we will never repay evil for evil. But your word speaks against that. We rather follow your word, Lord God, hallelujah, than our own mind, our own flesh. Help us, Lord God, not to get back at someone. And Lord, I pray that even though people will hurt us and do things to us that will, won't be right, help us to pray for them intercede for them with prayer and fasting and decree the word of God over the situation so it works better for everyone involved. And Father, I pray that you would surround us with good people, people that genuinely love us, that want to do good by us and show us the signs. Give us, sharpen our discernment when we're around others that really we shouldn't be around. around. Show us those wolves and sheep's clothing, Father. Reveal them to us so that we can pray for them, but keep them at a distance with using wisdom. And Lord, I thank you that you're the example of Saul and David. Lord, I ask that you help us to be forgiving, just like Saul, uh, just like David, pardon me, just like David, Lord God. And I pray that we will be quick to forgive others. And even if it means forgiving means we have to remove ourselves from their company. But still forgive them, God. And Lord, I thank you for this, these verses. And I ask that you um, give us eyes of wisdom and, and knowledge, God. As we come on to the Breakfast Bible Club, let the verses that we read truly penetrate down into our hearts and to our spirits. Let us not be here and reading these things without receiving everything that you have for us. Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts. And this is my prayer in Jesus' name. It is so. And it is so. God bless everybody. Welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. I just read our verses for today. Welcome. Uh, first time callers. And the verses are First Samuel chapter 25, verses 38 through 44, and First Samuel 26, 1 through 21. Um, a lot that I get from these verses, you know, don't pay, repay evil with evil. We got to take the high road when someone goes low. We have to pray and, you know, um, pray in intercession for them is important and for ourselves. And uh, what we do here at the Breakfast Bible Club, we read our verses. You can read all or some of the verses today. And then you give your own interpretation of the daily verses of what they mean to you and share what you get from them. So we're reading them, but we're also giving our own understanding. Um, we give a short prayer at the end of our interpretation. I will point out one key from each interpretation. If you do not have an interpretation, you can feel free to read only, or you can sing a song 
or you can speak a word of encouragement. We have our writers on the line. We also um, write out those that if you would like to write. This step is optional to write out from Genesis to Revelation. And then we also have our listeners that listen in on the line. And it's my prayer that we all take something away from the Breakfast Bible Club to encourage, uplift, and bless our spirits using the Word of God. Again, we want to take away something to bless our spirit, something that we learn from the verses that we can apply to our own situations. The Word is our focus, everyone. We're respectful of each other. We show examples of the fruit of the Spirit, which is Galatians 5, 22-23. Love, joy, peace, respect, patience. All of these things is uh, the fruit of the Spirit. That's what we strive for here. Uh, we welcome the Holy Spirit to flow and move throughout our call. We never debate or challenge anyone's interpretation. And we do not agree. We just simply, you know, let God move. We don't challenge. This is not a line for debate. It's not a line for, um, uh, you know, anything like that. We just let God move. We understand that we're in different processes in God, so we're not going to see everything the same. But we still show respect. As long as it's nothing disrespectful to the word of God or nature, um, then everything flows, and I will step in and make any correction if need be, according to the Holy Spirit. So with that being said, let's grab some coffee, tea, or water, and let's get started. And now we'll welcome Sister Melissa. She uh, translates our verses so beautifully from English to Espanol. Let's welcome Sister Melissa. Blessings. Buenos dias. Good day, Sister Melissa. Okay, we're going to give um, Sister Melissa some time. Oh, I'm sorry. I was muted. I didn't know I lied. Oh, was mute. oh welcome. Blessings. <laughs> did you, you did you hear any of it? No. No. Okay, I'll start over. Sorry about that. Good day. Buenos dias. Breakfast Bible Club. From Biblical de Desayuno. Today I'm going to read from the Holy Bible. Hoy voy a leer de la Sagrada Biblia. And today I'm reading 1 Samuel chapter 25 verses 38 through 44. And chapter 26 verses 1 through 21. And if anyone would like to read in Spanish, you are welcome. Si alguien le guste leer en español, eres bienvenido. In chapter 25, verse 38, oh, um, Primero Samuel, capítulo 25, verso 38 al 44, capítulo 26, verso 1 al 21. And verse 38 reads, 
And about ten days later, it came to pass that the Lord had struck Nabal, and he died. Y unos días, uno des días después, sucedió que el Señor murió a Nabal y murió. 39. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord who has defended the cause of my disgrace at the hands of Nabal and has preserved his servant from evil. The Lord has also turned Nabal's iniquity upon his own head. Then David sent Abigail to take her as his wife. Treinta y nueve. Cuando David supo que Nabal había muerto, dijo, bendito pie el Señor, que ha de defendido la causa de mi afrenta de manos de Nabal, y ha probado a su servicio del mal. El Señor también ha duelto, devuelto, perdóname, la madar de Nabil sobre su propia cabeza. Entonces David envió a Jabar con Abigail para tomarlo, tomarla para sí por mujer. And David's servant went to Abigail's house in Carmel and spoke to her, saying, David has sent us to you to take you as his wife. Fueron a casa de Abigail en Carmen y le hablaron diciendo, David nos has enviado a ti para tomarte para sí por mujer. 41. And she arose and fell face to the ground and said, Behold, your servant is a servant to wash the feet of my Lord's servant. Cuarenta y uno, y ella se levantó, pastrándose rostro en tierra. Dijo que aquí vuestra serpía, serba, serba, perdóname, es una caída para lavar los pies de los serpíos de mi señor. 41. Abigail hastily got up, mounted a donkey, and with her five maids who attended her, followed David's messenger and became his wife. 42. Abigail, Abigail se levantó, 
aproximadamente, apresuradamente, perdóname, monto en un asno en con sus cinco docenas que la atienden su guío, su guío a los mensa, mensajeros de David y fue su mujer. 43. David also taken Anam, Aon from Jezreel and they both became his wife. 43. David había tomado también a, a de Jezreel y ambas fueron mujeres suyas. 44, for Saul had given his daughter, Michael, David's, David's wife, to Halti, son of, La son of Lash, whom was from Gallim. 44, pues Saul había dado a su tía Mika, mujer de David, a Halti, hijo de la de la is que era de Galim. Twenty twenty six capítulo veinte y se One, the Jezites came to Saul and Gabeah saying, it's not David hidden in the heel of Hitchland, which is opposite of Jezimon. Uno, entonces vinieron los diseos a Saul de Gabeah, desciende. No este David escondido en la colina de Aquila, que es de fuente a Jesimón. So, so Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Zip, taking with him 3,000 chosen men of Israel to seek David into the wilderness of Zip. Dos, se levantó pues al adesiendo al desierto de Zip, siendo consigo tres mil hombres, excluidos de Israel, para buscar a David en el desierto de Zip. Three, and Saul camped on the hill of Hichla, which is opposite of Jessamon by the road, and David remained in the wilderness when he saw Saul coming after him into the desert. Tres, al campo sal el colina de Jalim, que es de fuente en Jesmón, junto al calmino, y David permanecía en el desierto. Cuanto vivo que sal viene tres 
en la desierto. For David sent spies and learned that Saul was indeed approaching. Cuatro, David envió espías y supo que Saul en verdad se acercaba. Five, David got up and came to the place where Saul had camped. And David saw the place where Saul and Abner, the son of Ner, the commander of his army, were lying. Saul slept into the middle of the camp, and the people were camped around him. Cinco. Se levantó David y vino al lugar donde Saul había acampado. Y vino David el lugar donde estaban acostados Sa Saúl y Abner, hijo de Norte, jefe de su ejército. Saúl dormía en medio del campamento. En el pueblo estaba acampado alrededor de él. Six. And David spoke to Amalek, the Hittite, and the Abishai, the son of Zariah, brother of Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? And Asher said, I will go down with you. Six. Entonces habló David y Amalek hateo a Abishai. Hijo de Serbia, hermano de Jacob, diciendo, ¿Quién descenderá conmigo a donde está Sal en el campamento? Y a Abisía, tío, y descenderé contigo. And David said, Abisha came to the camp by the night, and behold, Sal was sleeping in the middle of the camp, and his spear stuck in the ground at his head. And Abner and the people were laying around him. Siete, y David a Pisai llegaron de noche al campamento. Y aquí Saúl estaba dormiendo en medio del campamento con sus lanzas clavadas en y era su cabecera y ambar a la gente estaban acostados al retor de él. Then Abishai said to David, Today God has delivered your enemy into your hand. Now then, let me nail it, let me nail it to the ground with one blow. I won't have to give a second time. It, I won't have to give it a second time. Ocho, entonces Abisai dio a hoy Dios ha entrado a tu enemigo en tu mano. Ahora pues, dígame clavarlo a la tierra de un solo golpe.
about to dawn on me. I'm going to take my prima. Um, what first was I at? Entonces, a ti, David, a Malek, esto, a Sahil, se paró a mano, eco, diciendo, ¿Quién descendero conmigo? ¿A dónde está Sal? En el campamento de Abisa, tío, yo descendero contigo. I think I'm on, I lost my place. I think I'm on eight. Eight, then I said to David, today God has delivered your enemy into your hand. Now then, let me nail it to the ground with one blow. I won't have to give it a second time. Nine, but David said, Abishnai, do not kill him for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord anointed and remain unpunished? Nueve. Pero David dijo a Abisai, no lo mates, pues quien puede tender su mano contra el ungido del Señor y quedar impune. And David also said, as the Lord lives, the Lord will surely strike him. Either the day will come when he dies or he will go down into battle and perish. Yes, Dio también David, vive el Señor, que ciertamente el Señor lo gira. Y llegara el día en que mujer desentera al batalla y Eleven, the Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. But now I pray you take the spear that is at the head of the jar of the water and let us go. Once, no problemita el Señor que yo extienda mi mano contra el ungido, ungido del Señor, pero ahora te ruego tomo la lanza que está a su cabecera y la pastilla de agua y vamos. So David took the spear of the jar of the water from south, from south beside and they went away, but no one saw it or knew it, nor did anyone wake up, for they were all asleep since a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. Doce, tomo pues David lanza al vacía, de agua de junta a la cabecera de sal, y se fueron, fueron nadie lo vino, vio, 
ni lo supo, tampoco nadie de despierto, pues todos estaban dormidos y que un sueño profano de parte del Señor había caído sobre ellos. And David crossed the other side and stood on the top of the mountain at the distance with a large space between them. David pasó al otro lado y se colocó en la clima del monte de cierta distancia distancia con un gran espacio espacio entre ellos or and David cried out to the people and the amber the son of Nair saying will you go will you not answer amber then amber answered and said who out <clears throat> thou that calleth the king that daughter said y David dio voz al pueblo a Amber. Y yo de Nier diciendo, no responderes Amber. Entonces respondió Amber y dijo, ¿Quién eres tú que llamas Ire? And David said to Amber, Art thou not a man who is like you in Israel? Thy then have you not protected your lord the king because of the people came to kill your lord the king? No eres tu tu un hombre quien es como tu en Israel porque pues no has protegido a tu señor el rey porque uno del pueblo vino para matar a tu señor el rey 16 what have you done what you have done is not good and the lord lives all of your all of you should surely die because you did not protect your lord the lord's anointed and now he looks where the king's spear is and the pot of water that was at his head. Diecise, esto que has hecho no es bueno. Vive el Señor todos vosotros certamente de prías morir, porque no protaga histeris a vuelto Señor el unido del Señor. Y ahora mira dónde está la lanza del rey y la vasilla de agua que estaba su cabecera. 17. Then Saul recognized David's voice and said, Is this your voice, David, my son? And David said, It is my voice, my lord, the king. Entonces Saúl reconcilió a voz de David y dijo, ¿Está tu voz de ti y yo, mo? 
Y David respondió, mi voz es mi señor el rey. 18. He also said, why does my Lord persecute his servant? So what have I done? What is this evil in my hand? 18. También dijo, ¿por qué prescubí mi señor a su servicio? Pues que he hecho que maldad de en mi mano. 21, 19. Excuse me. Now, therefore, I pray, my Lord, the king, to listen to the words of his servant. If the Lord has his, has incited you against me, let him accept an offering. But if they, but if they are men, curse them before the Lord, because they have driven me out today so that I have no share in the inheritance of the Lord saying, go and serve other gods. Diecinueve. Ahora pues, reguo a mi señor el rey que escuche las palabras de su servicio. Si el señor te ha incitado contra mí, que él acepte una ofrenda. Pero si no hombres malditos Bien delante del Señor, porque me han expulsada hoy para que no tenga parte en la heredad del Señor diciendo, de servir a otros dioses. 20. Now therefore let not my blood fall on the ground, far from the presence of the Lord. For the king of Israel has gone out in search of a search of a flea. As one goes out in search of a partridge in the mountains. Bente. Ora pues no caiga. Y sangre a tierra. Lejos de la presencia presencia del Señor porque el rey de Israel ha salido en busca en una pulga como quien la a la casa de un partiz en los montes. The last verse 21. And Saul said, I have sinned. Come back, David, my son, because I will not hurt you again because my life was was precious in your eyes today. Behold, I have acted foolishly and made a serious mistake. Y Saul dijo, he pecado. Vuelve, David, hijo mío, porque no palpere. Hacerte dano pues y viva fue muy es, estimada en tu ojos hoy. Que aquí, eh, perdóname, que aquí he atado nacimiento en he con, con, cometido en gra, grave error. 
And that was First Samuel chapter 25, verses 38 through 44, and 26, verses 1 through 28, verses 1 through 21. Primero Samuel capítulo 25, verso 38 y 44. Y capítulo 26, verso 1 al 21. And my prayer this morning is Miraciones God I love everything you created Dios amo todo lo que creaste Please forgive me of my sins Por favor perdóname de mis pecados The sins I do and I don't know Los pecados que hago y no sé Please have mercy on me and protect me Por favor identidad de mi portátil Give me knowledge, time, conocimiento, and the wisdom to execute the knowledge correctly. Dami sabiduría para ejecutar conocimiento correctamente. And everyone who wants to share my prayer, you're welcome to let yourself ask me that. Todo lo que quieren compartir mi oración, eres bienvenido a algo de eso. And that's all I'm going to talk about right now. Gracias. Thank you, Sister Melissa, for translating our scripture verses today. And our scripture verses are 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 38 through 44, and 1 Samuel chapter 26, verses 1 through 21. Capitulo 25 y 26. And also, Sister Melissa is a self-taught, respected translator here at the Breakfast Bible Club, bridging the gap for our Spanish-speaking family to be able to join in with us. So we're grateful to God for all the effort that she puts into it, and also for her prayers to a that invites anyone that would like to partake in it to do so. We receive it in Jesus' name. It is so. Blessings to you, Sister Melissa. Mucho agradecida, agradecida, pardon me. Also, if anyone would like to read or share from a Spanish-speaking community, you are always welcome to do so. And the floor is open. Blessings. Welcome, Breakfast Bible Club. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. Um, <clears throat> I'll be reading... Chapter 20, Samuel chapter 25, 26... Today, some ten days later, Anadi struck Nabal and he died. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, "Blessed be Anadi, having taken my side in the matter of Nabal, insult, and having perverted his servant from doing anything bad." On the contrary, Anadi had caused naval bad deeds to return on his head. Then David sent a message that he wanted to make Abigail his wife, his own wife. When David's servants reached Abigail in Carmel, they said to her, David has sent us to you to bring him to be his wife. She got up, bowed 
bowed with her face to the ground and said, your servant is here uh, to serve you, to wash the feet of my Lord's servant, Abigail. Then hurried to set out and rode off on a donkey with five of her female servants following her. She went after David Messenger and sent, and, and she became his wife. David also took Exxon of Zaire. Both of them became his wife. Meanwhile, Saul had given Michael, his daughter David's wife, to P, the son of El, who came from Galilee. Twenty-six. The people of Ziph went to Saul and given and said, "David is hiding himself on the Hikala Hill across the Jishimine." Then Saul set out and went down to Ziphon Desert, where three thousand men chosen from Israel to search for David in Ziphon Desert. Saul pitched a camp on Hikala Hill across the Jishimine. Me near the spro, David was staying in the desert, and he saw that Saul was coming out of the desert after him. So David dispatched spies and determined that Saul was definitely come. David set out and went to where Saul had pitched his camp. He saw that Saul and his Evernal, the son of Nir, the commander of his army, were sleeping. Saul was lying inside the barricade with the troops sleeping around him. David said, Akhai and Hitti, and Ezbi A, the son of T, um, oh my name's Kigma, but Joab, brother, who will go down with me to Saul in the camp. And A said, I will go down with you. So David and A went to the soldiers by night. Saul was laying there asleep inside the barricade. His spear was struck in the ground near his head, with A and the troops sleeping on the hunk around him. A said to David, God has handed your enemy over to you today, so now please let me pin him to the ground with just one strike, stroke of the, of the spear. I won't strike him again a second time. But David said to A, don't destroy him. Nobody can raise a hand against Ananias and Norty without becoming guilty. David then added as and I lives and I will strike him down or the day will come for him to die or he will go down to the battle and sweep swept around, uh, sweep around. And I forbid that I was raised my hand against Ananias anointed but now we will take the spear by his head in the jug of water and get out of here. So David took the spear a water jug from Saul here and got away. Nobody saw and knew it. It no one woke because they are asleep. A deep sleep from Anadine had fallen over them. David crossed the other side and climbed on top of the distant ridge, leaving a considerable space between them. Then David called out to the troops to a the son of Nir. Aaron, are you going to answer? Why have you watched care of your Lord? Whatever. Okay. The king. Someone came to kill the king, your Lord. It is not good. 
What have you done as Anadar lives? You deserve to die because you didn't keep watch over your Lord and thy anointed. And now see where the king's spear is in the jug of water that was next to his head. So recognized every voice. It says, uh, said, is that your voice, my son David? David says, it is my voice, my Lord King. And continue, why is my Lord chasing his servant? What evil am I planning? Please now, my Lord, the king here, what is the servant? His servant is saying, and if Anadine, who has stirred you up against me, let him receive an offering. But if it's human beings, and then a curse on them before Anadine, because as things stand today, they have driven me out so that I can no longer share in, in Anadine inheritance. They have said, go serve other gods. Now, don't let my blood fall on the ground away from the presence of Anadine. The king of Israel has gone out in search of single flea as if he were hunting patriots in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Come back, my son. I, I won't harm you any longer because you're because you regarded my life as precious today because I have behaved like a fool. I was altogether in the wrong. Um, uh, my interpretation today for the verse is just um, how how no matter what Saul um, I believe that Saul no 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 not Saul but uh, David David had time so time this is the second time I think David had time to take Saul out but he once again he knew better not to go against God's word, no matter how cricket the person is. Um, this which and it can show us, no matter who, depend on who you follow and who you under. If they are in their sin, in their sin, you let God handle them. If you're under a, a ministry that's going to the left and you know it, you stand, you stand what you stand in there. How God wants you to be until He release you. Uh, for that that issue, and you don't put your mouth on his his servant or whoever he appointed to if they go go astray of his words. So this this is example of David showing you that he honors God's word in, before anything, no matter who is in front of him is not doing right. He honors God's word and looks for God's wisdom. And once you know, what I'm saying when he get God's wisdom, then he makes the move on what he need to do. Even the people that was around David, he said, David said, nah, let them be. Because uh, God, you know, saying, nobody can put a hand against God anointing. God anointing them. God know what he's doing. So we just got to just make sure we let them know that we can get, get them anytime we want to. But God has the ultimate punishment for us all. So this is, we could take in our day and time. Like we, um, I hear it a lot. We, we, um, now we were people like to, down or or if pastors not doing right in their eyes they want to put their mouth and hands on them but we understand that we didn't put them there and we can't take them out of there so we can let god handle that in god's timing if they offer some god could get them corrected or whatever he sees fit we just need to stay focused do what we need to do in god and let god lead us at the end of the day and any decision dealing with fivefold or ministry 
if it's not right in our eyes, we know it. We pray, pray for them and let God, God handle it because we cannot whip God's children. And I am always use this example. You can't go to another person's, another human's child and whoop them. They'll, they'll take your life for whooping their child, no matter if their child is unruly and, and crazy and acting up right there. You don't put the hands on nobody else's child. You just let them handle it and just pray for them and, and keep, keep, keep your focus. And my prayers today, Lord, just thank you for your 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 focus on the day, Lord God. We just I just wanted to thank you, Lord God, and give us the strength in our walk with you. That if we anybody that's on here that's in in that situation where it don't seem right who 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 they following, let them be just pray for them and cover them and let you handle the uh uh the your business. Let them let you handle the business of going by what you need to do for that that shepherd or for that for that ministry, Lord God, because we tend to take your business and do it, uh, do it for you, and it's not, that's not our job, Lord God. Our job is to pray and cover our brother until you get them right, until they get right, right with you. So we just thank you for this another example. David showing us how to just let you handle your anointing or who you anointed, Lord God, because that's your choice. You pick them, and you can handle them if things didn't go left. Lord God, we just thank you on the day, Lord God, and thank you for your your favor on the day, almost end of this week, Lord God. We appreciate you for done this is far this week, Lord God. And this prayer, I pray you say in Jesus' name, and it is so. It's a great day, a breakfast morning club. I mean, breakfast Bible club. <laughs> Blessings. Thank you, Brother Preston, for sharing from the Complete Jewish Bible this morning. Our verses, 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 38 through 44, and 1 Samuel 26, 1 through 21. And thank you for that prayer release we receive in Jesus' name. And also, God bless you for those keys that you shared today, as always. Um, and one of the keys that you shared that stood out is follow God's leading, not the opinion and leading of others. That's a great key that we can apply to ourselves as well. From the Breakfast Bible Club, to stay focused, follow God's leading. I always like to say, Brother Preston, there's no Jesus Jr. Glory to God. You know, God doesn't need our help. He can do things well himself. All we have to do is stay obedient to his word. God bless you. Thank you for sharing today. And the floor is open. Is um, Israel on the line? Yes. Welcome. Israel, and may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. 
And all is welcome. The floor is open. If there's anyone else that's ready to share, jump right in. And also I want to mention, thank you, Israel, for your prayer that you pray in English and in Spanish and all the hard work you do for that. God bless you. And this is the Breakfast Bible Club. Welcome. While we wait for others to prepare their interpretation that may want to share, I'm going to read Sister Melanie's interpretation. God bless you, Sister Melanie. Thank you for sending your interpretation, as always, to the Breakfast Bible Club. I'm going to pull it up. And it reads, she says, good morning. Abishai showed courage when he volunteered to go into Saul's camp with David. Abishai wanted to kill Saul, but David refused. He was trying to protect David. He, couldn't, he could not hurt Saul because of his respect for Saul's authority and position as God's anointed king. David was determined to follow God. To be like David and follow God, we must realize that we cannot do wrong in order to execute justice. We must always put God's commands first. When David refused to kill Saul, God had placed Saul in power and had not yet removed him. God, David didn't want to run ahead of God's timing. Determining not to do wrong, David left Saul's destiny in God's hands. David could have killed Saul and Abner and made and Abner and made a point, but he would not he would have disobeyed God and set into motion unknown consequences. David made the point that he had great respect for both God and God's anointed king. My prayer, praise the Lord. Lord, I thank you for waking us up, all up, giving us the opportunity to come together to read your word. Give us the wisdom and knowledge to have a better understanding of what we are being taught. I thank you for your love and caring ways towards us. Thank you for leading us and make to make the right decision. It is so in Jesus' name. Yes, glory to God. Thank you, Sister Melanie, for sharing today. Um, thank you for sharing your interpretation. Very blessed. And also, one thing that um, stood out in your interpretation as well is not to take matters in our own hands. God does not need our help. We don't have to do anything or to help things along or push things along or alter anything because that can also like you mentioned um bring unknown consequences because of it so it's best that we stay obedient to god and all that we do no matter what anyone says no matter what anybody thinks and make sure we walk out his plans and purposes for our lives and not to say well if i did this this will happen or to move that is the spirit of manipulation to try to make things happen or put things together or activate things on your own outside of god's will and God bless you. Thank you for sharing today. And welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. The floor is open. Hi, everyone. I'll be reading from 1 Samuel 
Um, I'll be starting with chapter 26, verses 7, from the easy-to-read version. When night came, David and Abishai went into Saul's camp. Saul was asleep in the middle of a circle of men. His spear was tucked in the ground near his head. Abner and the other soldiers were asleep around Saul. Abishai said to David, Today God has given your enemy to you. Let me pin Saul to the ground with his spear. I'll only do it once. But David said to Abishai, Don't kill Saul. Anyone who hurts the Lord's chosen king must be punished. As surely as the Lord lives, as surely as the Lord lives, the Lord himself will punish Saul. Maybe Saul will die naturally, or maybe he will be killed in a battle. But I pray that the Lord never lets me hurt the Lord's chosen king. Now put up the spear in the water jug by Saul's head and let's go. So David took the spear. So David took the spear in the water jug that were near Saul's head, and then David and Abishai left Saul's camp. No one knew. No one knew. Saul and all of his soldiers slept because the Lord had put them into a deep sleep. David shamed Saul again. David crossed over to the other side of the valley. He stood on top of the mountain across the valley from Saul's camp. David and Saul's camp were far apart. David shouted out to the army and to Abner, son of Ner, and to me, Abner. Abner answered, who are you? Why are you calling the king? David said, you are an important man, aren't you? You are better than any other man in Israel. Is that right? So why didn't you guard your master, the king? An ordinary man came into your camp to kill your master, the king. You made a big mistake. As surely as the Lord is alive, you and your men should die because you didn't protect your master, the Lord's chosen king. Look for the king's spear and the water jug that was near Sears' head. Where are they? Saul knew David's voice and said, Is that your voice, David, my son? David answered, Yes, it is my voice. My lord, the king. Sir, why are you chasing me? What's wrong? What wrong have I done? What am I guilty of? My lord, the king, listen to me. If the Lord calls you to be angry with me, let him accept an offering. But if men called you to be angry with me, I asked the Lord to curse them because they forced me to leave the land that the Lord gave me and told me to go serve other gods. Now, don't make me die far away from the Lord's presence. The king of Israel has come out looking for a flea. You are like a man hunting patriots in the mountains. Then Saul said, David, my son, I have sinned. Come back. Today you showed me that my life is important to you, but I won't try to hurt you. I have acted foolishly. I have made a big mistake. David answered, here is the king's spear. And my interpretation of the verses. Um, so basically what's happening here in um, chapter 25 
is that um, Nabel has just had a stroke and he has passed away. Um, he uh, was really mean and um, real to David and um, and David and the people that was with David. And he um, his heart wasn't kind towards him. And David had the opportunity to um, basically come and hurt them. But because of Abigail going and repenting on their behalf, um, all of that was stopped. And so now, um, now that... Um, Abigail's husband has passed away um, due to his own heart. Um, he had actually had a heart attack, and that could be because of the corruptness that was within his heart. So um, after he passed away, uh, she was without a husband, and David saw the kind of heart that she had. He saw that she um, wasn't like um, like she was she wasn't like her husband Nabal. Um, she um, had a good heart. She had a heart to give and a heart to care. So he asked her, um, would she be willing to be his wife? And that was a blessing for her because she was married to um, this husband who was a foolish man and he was making foolish decisions. And now she had lost him. And um, at this time, it was very hard for women when they became, um, when they lost their husband, because they couldn't do a lot um, for themselves. They really couldn't um, go to stores and really buy for themselves or handle business for themselves. So this was David's way of blessing her for her kindness, so she wouldn't be left without a husband. And, um, and when it goes into chapter 26, um, so at this point, Saul, um, it looks like he's chasing them, trying to go after them again. And um, David saw Saul and his um, the men who were with them. Um, he saw them all sleeping, and um, the guy that one of the guys that was with David tried to tempt David and talk him into killing Saul again. And this was the uh, the enemy trying to test Saul another time. And try, I'm sorry, trying to test David and get him to sin against God by killing Saul. Um, so David understood that even though Saul was in his flesh and he was, at this point, he really wasn't in the right space with the Lord. Um, he had been ordained by God himself originally. And God gives gifts without repentance. So he knew that it would kind of like be going against God if he did kill Saul and against God's will and God's plan for Saul. Um, it's up to God when someone um, have judgment fall on them. It's up to God on when someone passes or they don't pass. Um, so that would have been David taking it to his own hands. And he didn't um, listen to the guy that was telling him to kill Saul. Um, he took a stand for his own self and for righteousness, and he did what was right unto God. And um, he even, after the fact, he even uh, pointed out towards the people who were supposed to be covering and protecting Saul um, as a king. Um, they weren't really on their job as they should have been because he shouldn't have been able to get that close to him in the first place. And he's pointing this out so that um, in the future, if anyone else tries to come and hurt Saul, um, they would 
basically be aware and Saul could really know um, the type of men he had protecting him really weren't alert. And this makes me think about how um, it's important to, um, when you have a, a leader or even a pastor or a king or, you know, it's good to be on a, be aware and alert and be prayed up and have prayers of protection on them to cover them as well and not to be sleeping at the wrong time. And my prayer is Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord God, to seek you, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to make smart decisions. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we will be aware, Lord God, and that we will be prayed up and not be left where we're wide open for the enemy to attack. I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord, to use discernment, Lord God, and strengthen us, Lord, when we need to be strengthened, Lord, so that we won't be sleeping spiritually or physically when we need to be awake and alert. And I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord God, to forgive one another. In Jesus' name, it is so. It is so. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Sedasia. I'm in trouble. I'm using that for a moment. Uh, thank you for sharing today here at the Blessings Bible Club. And also thank you for um, all of those great keys you shared and your prayer release we receive it in Jesus' name. And one of the keys that we can take away from your interpretation today is follow God no matter the cost and also check our character. Um, when you pointed out, you know, the character of Saul, even though Saul was um, coming after David, David still upheld the character of God. He still said, I'm not going to give in to, um, you know, those things and behave like him. Even with Abigail, we see that she, even with Nabal, um, being a drunken man and not uh, doing the things that he's supposed to have done, and even mistreating her, the Bible says that he was a harsh man, he was um, inconsiderate and he was a foolish man. Even though he had these negative characteristics, um, Abigail always showed him love. She continued to, you know, um, be kind and do those things. So even then at the end, she even went and covered for him and his mistake of not being showing hospitality to David and his men. So thank you for sharing today. God bless you. And the floor is open. Is there one more? Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. Blessing to you this morning. Want to see um, Just wanted to tell everyone, I hope that you have a beautiful, blessed day today. Um, let the Lord lead and guide you. Trust in Him with all your heart. Please not to know all understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge Him. He will direct your path. Proverbs 5, remember the vengeance of the Lord. He will repay. Um, many are the afflictions of the righteous. The Lord delivers them out of them all. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed day, but the Bible call. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Amita, for sharing today. God bless you. Thank you for joining us here at the Breakfast Bible Club. Blessings to everyone, all of our listeners, everyone that shares today. God bless you. And uh, the floor is open. Is there one more before we close out? Well, blessings, everyone. This concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. God is good. I'm grateful to everyone that is here on the line, that's listening in, that chooses to make the Breakfast Bible Club 
a part of their morning. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and the reading of this holy word. All of our listeners, I pray that you took something away today from the Breakfast Bible Club to encourage, uplift, and bless your spirit using the word of God. And I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to give, pardon me, our verses for tomorrow. And our verses for tomorrow is 1 Samuel. We stopped in um, chapter 26. We stopped in verse 21. So we're going to pick up, we're going to pick up with verse 22 to 25. That closes us out. That's only a few verses. And then we're going to do 1 Samuel 27. And that's only 12 verses in that chapter. It's a very short chapter, 27. So we're going to do all of that. And then we're going to go on to chapter 28 and do the first 12. So 1 through 12 and 1 through 12. 1 Samuel 27 and 28. And we're also going to close out those few verses of chapter 26. I'll send a text out to everyone that would like one to know where we are and to be able to follow along with us and uh, keep up with where we are in our words. God bless everyone. And this concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. I'm Minister Lane, the host of the Breakfast Bible Club. This is God's Club. Blessings to everyone that is here. And I want to um, bless anyone that if today is your born day. God bless you. Give God the glory for another year. Psalms 118 verse 24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So give God the glory for another year of life of today. It's your born date. God bless you. May God bless you to see many, many more. I gave our verses. And also our website is www.diamondspromisellc.org. Our cash app is up. Give, give, give. <laughs> give. If the Lord moves on your heart to give, it's good ground. We are doing our building um, fund. Also, God bless everyone that has days that has given. God bless you. Also, um, if you would like to donate clothing, we accept gently new, a new and gently used clothing items, you know, for women. Or if you even have some things for men or children, we also accept those as well. But we are a men, woman's ministry, and we are connected with our men. We also have a men's ministry as well, Iron Sharpness Iron. So if you would like to donate, please donate. Also, if you need prayer or spiritual counseling. Contact me, Minister Lane, at 216-463-1574. Also, text or share if you would like to that number as well. Everyone is invited to join us. You're all welcome to join us for Saturday, our 12 o'clock noon hour of prayer. That is from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Very blessed call. We open up with worship. We go on to cast all of our cares upon the Lord, for he cares for us. According to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 through 10. And then we listen in at the end for God's voice. So a very blessed call, life-changing call, a good way to release any stress, anything you're carrying throughout the week. So join us on Saturday. We, we recognize Saturday as Sabbath day, so this is where we have the prayer on that particular day. So all is welcome to join in. Also, we have our Wednesday uh, noonday teaching at 12 noon. Join us at 12 noon. It is, has, has been extended to 1 p.m. So um, our our noonday prayer has been extended to 1 p.m. from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Um, the teaching is um, an hour or less, 
And we also uh, teach on a topic that is relevant for today. So we give biblical verses on whatever the topic is. We give Bible. So we know what God's word says about the subject. We have many questions that come into the line, many topics. So we're looking for anyone who's called to teach to be able to uh, teach. If God calls you to do that and you can teach on a Wednesday, um, then get, please contact me, Minister Lane, and we can have you speak on that day um, and, and maybe address some of the topics or your own topic, whichever one um, you feel led to do. Also, we have our Thursday book club. Don't forget Thursday, Thursday book club. Today, our book club starts 7 p.m. sharp to 8 p.m. Join us. The name of our book is Repentance, Cleansing Your Generational Bloodline by Natasha Gribbage. Very blessed book. It's a must-have staple for any ministry or Christian home. Please keep that book. That book opens up ways to cleanse your bloodline, the things you see going on in your family, the generational uh, curses being broken through those prayers, how to reveal, uh, God reveals and exposes those things. And uh, the book helps us as a uh, Bible teaching, Bible scripture in the book. Natasha Gribbage is the author. Again, join us for that book club. The book is on Amazon for $22. Also, uh, Kindle, $18. Or you can download each chapter on Google. We are on chapter seven. We're doing 7.3, I believe. Um, on that in that chapter seven. So join us tonight for the book club. Also, I want to make an announcement. If you're getting on the book club, ask that you are saved. That is the only requirement. If you're going to be reading these prayers, you want to be saved. You don't want to start fighting the enemy and you're not representing God in the way you should. You're not saved. The devil doesn't fight against the devil. It doesn't work that way. So just to make sure everyone knows to be saved. Also, we have, uh, let's see, make sure I covered everything. I believe that's everything. God bless everybody. And the number to call in um, is 425-666-4796. Also, the Breakfast Bible Club, 8.05 a.m. We get started, give or take a few minutes. And we go on to about 9.30 or until the last person has shared. So all is welcome to join in with us. Um, share the Breakfast Bible Club with your friends families, and co-workers. We need the Word of God. The Word is very important. We need that spiritual food. Even listening into the Word will transform. Even reading it, even having it, you know, the Breakfast Bible Club on speaker, like so many do, and blessings to Sister Alexa that have us on speaker as well, and many others. It really helps the family as well when the Word is going forth, when it's being read over and over. So some may say, why do they repeat the verses? over and over because the word penetrates the atmosphere it's really a good thing to do and the family and the home keeping the word going so blessings all is welcome and i'm going to pray us out does anyone have any questions god bless you all father in the name of jesus lord i thank you oh god for this line I thank you for the opportunity, oh God, to read your holy word in unity and in love. I thank you, Lord God, for fellowship here on this line. I ask you, Lord God, that you bless us with spiritual growth. Everyone on the line, open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears to be able to receive everything that you have for us. Bless us and guide us, Lord God, on our journey to completely read from Genesis to Revelations, find distractions, find chaos, find confusion, anything that will block us from going forward. 
and reading this word. Lord, I pray that you will bless us to receive all that you have for us today. I ask that your holy word will penetrate through to our hearts. Draw those here, O God, to this line that desire to read the word of God. Father, bless them, open them up to receive it. We thank you, Lord God, for this new day. Lead us and guide us today. Bless our spirits today. Lift any heaviness, depression, leave this line. Anxiety, leave this line. Sorrow, evil spirits of anger, murder, rage, and lust, we bind you, leave this line. In Jesus' name, suicidal thoughts, leave this line. In absence, we bind you, we cast them out from us in the mighty name of Jesus. No one is here by mistake, an accident. Let us know, O oh God, that you have created us to walk out a plan. There is a purpose for each and every one of our lives and that we are so important to you. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you, everyone here has a specific plan. Father, let us all feel your love and your grace today. Let everyone on this line know that they are special. That, let everyone on this line know, Lord God, that their life is worth living, no matter what they're facing, no matter what they're dealing with in their personal walk with you. Father God, you are greater than them all. Every demon, every spirit, every evil, unclean thing, you are greater, you are mighty, you are holy, you are, Father, full of blessings and abundance for us. So Lord, destroy that voice of the enemy that speaks defeat over anyone. Thank you for the extension of time, extension of life. Protect us from evil. Send angelic assistance to cover us, to fight for us. Find any evil spirits, remove them, oh God that may minister to the portals of our mind today, cut off all communication, evil communication, that ministers to our hearing. You said, my sheep shall know my voice, and the voice of a stranger we will not follow. Father, we thank you that we hear your voice, and we know your voice. Help us, O oh God, to really know, increase our discernment, to know when things are from you and when they are from the enemy. Anything contrary to your holy word, spoken over anyone here is not of you. Lord, I ask that you will bless us, break every generational word, curse, word curses that are spoken over anyone, buy them up and cast them out. In Jesus' name, we are not who the enemy says we are. We are what God says we are. Father, break any generational curses that may rest on anyone's family that have been passed down through generation through generation. Father, bless, heal, deliver, uproot, anything that you did not plant in us. And we thank you, Lord God, that by your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. Our hand, our minds are healed. Our bodies are healed. Our spirits are healed. We walk in victory. We are the head and not the tail, above and never beneath. We are blessed going in and blessed going out. Victory is our middle name. Victory is our middle name. We receive victory in every area of our lives. We are blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Father, I thank you for your word that we can stand on today. Remove all sickness and disease, infections, dry up all illnesses, cancer cells, tumors, disorders, skin disorders, infections, anything in our organs that is not functioning correctly. Holy Ghost, move through our bodies, heal our bodies, whether we are aware of it or unaware of it, God. I thank you for total and complete healing healing from pain, pain relief, healing from high blood sugar, high blood pressure, regulate and stabilize those numbers. I speak it over this atmosphere, I decree and declare it. Give us wisdom on what to eat, what not to eat. Give us wisdom on how to get active and move our bodies. Give us wisdom and revelation 
on how to drink enough water, what to do. Show us, Lord God, guide us so that we can honor you with our temple. Father, I pray that you would bless the women calling in from this line today. From 211, first call for help. Those that call in from the Diamonds of Promise line. Father, remember those that are coming out of FGM. Heal their bodies, deliver them. Father, the scars, Lord God, mentally and physically. Lord, show those people that practice this evil cultural practice that you are not behind it. Give them education, oh God, on what they should not do. Father, MGM is never something that you intended to happen. And Lord, I pray for victory and breakthrough through that situation. Those that are coming out of human trafficking, prostitution, PTSD, incest, rape, miscarriages, heal their hearts, God, and soothe their spirit. Abortions, forgive them, God, as they forgive themselves. And Father, any other kinds of abuse, release your healing over us, God. Anything that we've gone through, that we're going through, any trauma, God, you know those secret things. Father, touch, heal, and deliver. Those that have grief, God, from the loss of loved ones. Father, fill that void with you. Let them know and understand the word that no, everyone has an appointed time to die. Father, I cancel out the spirit of premature death and hell over anyone under the sound of my voice. Mm-hmm. And I thank you, Lord, for long life. Father, release healing over any abuse, God, break demonic cycles, release deliverance for those coming out of prison, homelessness, military, Lord, those that are dealing with PTSD and sexual trauma that they may have a saw or experience in the military, heal them, God. Gun violence, those that have went through gun violence and, Lord, domestic violence situations, heal them, Lord. Those that experience racism and hatred, heal them, Lord, God. Father, as they uh, celebrate Black History Month this month, Father, I pray that you will release understanding, healing, and let us all come together as one nation, Lord God. Father, move. Let justice angels move and prevail over racism and prejudice. Lord, I ask that you will bind every drug and alcohol demon. Heal them to the root, Lord God, anyone that is dealing with that. Close any open doors that they may have. Father, take away the desire for the drug and the alcohol from their lips, Lord God, and heal them completely. God, when you do something, you do it completely. We're asking you and thanking you for healing this situation. Bind the monitoring evil spirits, oh God, destroy them with the blood of Jesus, send confusion into the camp of the enemy when someone is being monitored. Father, give them strength and give them the, the Holy Spirit to guide them, to lead them, Lord God, and how to pray to cover themselves. And Lord, bind up these demonic spirits that sit out and tend to seek out people that follow them, God, to report back to the enemy. Father, we ask that you send the Holy Ghost a hedge of protection around anyone being monitored on this line. Bless us, any of our family members and friends as well, God. We thank you in advance for healing and breakthrough. Bless our transportation. We make it from point A to point B safely. Bless us wherever we go, no matter what kind of transportation we take, finds all accidents and incidents today. Bind all satanic agenda against anyone's transportation. Cancel every covenant of blood sacrifice made over anyone here on this line, over our family members, friends, loved ones, co-workers. Father, we speak healing over our lives. Bless us, Lord, safety angels. Keep us safe. Father, bind up the spirit of road rage within the roadways, God. Bless, oh God, and send angels into our atmosphere. Father, bless the godly marriages with love, healing, peace, 
and togetherness, buying infidelity and cheating, breaking spirits. In Jesus' name, and Jesus be the center of these unions. Father, bless anyone that is praying for a spouse to be equally yoked at the right place in the right time and the right mate, Lord God. Binds off imposters, cancel off confusion, and send the right mate, Lord God, for them. Give them the desires of their heart, those that are praying for a spouse. Find the spirit of loneliness, Lord God. Let anyone that is lonely fill that void with you. I decree and declare it. Their voids are filled, Lord God. I thank you for touching them and healing their spirit, Lord God. And even let them put their hands to something that edifies you. Acts of service. We know that when we serve others, we tend to not focus in on our own situation. So, Lord, move over that loneliness and break that spirit of loneliness that leads others to do things, Lord God, that they will not and should not do. So help us, Lord God, with that. Bless those that are single and satisfied and keep their hearts and minds stayed on you. And we give you glory for whatever state that we're in. Let us celebrate and praise you, no matter if we're married, single, or Lord God, or if we're expecting or praying for a spouse. Let us rejoice in you, no matter what. And take this time to be wise on what to do while we wait. Lord, I pray that those that are lost in our family, that you remember them, save them before it's everlasting too late. I lift up our communities, our cities, our country, our world, United States of America, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, blessings, welcome, Canada, blessings to the Amish, uh, Amish community that listening in, bless you, welcome, blessings to those that call in from Africa and those that call in from Saudi Arabia, God bless you, that all of our listeners today, and Lord, no matter where they are, no matter where they call in from, bless, move. Release revival all over the world. We need you, God, like never before. Remember Israel and Gaza, what's going on with this war, Father, release peace. We lift up the Israelites to you, Lord God. These are your chosen people. Father, have mercy on them. Move over the situation and bring forth peace, a peace treaty in Jesus' name. We lift up our presidents, prime ministers, and leaders. Holy Spirit, guide them and lead them. Lord, we thank you, O God. Bless us and give us wisdom, those that make decisions over us, Lord God, for the decisions they make affect us. We thank you, O God, for meeting every need here on this line. All poverty and lack, leave this line in the name of Jesus, affecting anyone. I speak abundance and increase, increase and increase, Lord. Our rent is paid, our mortgage is paid, our bills are paid, all of them. I thank you, Lord God, that our credit is clear. I speak into the atmosphere that we have healthy food and our refrigerators, our cabinets are filled to capacity. I thank you, Lord, that we even have enough to help others. We are distribution centers. We can give to others as you have given to us. Father, remove any spirits of selfishness. Lead us on how to give, where to give, and who to give to. Father, we thank you. Father, we ask that you will make every repair that is needed in our home, that you will bless us and keep our homes operating the way that they're created to do and intended to uh, operate. Father, we walk in abundance and overflow. Bless every essential worker. Increase our discernment and we give you honor and glory and all the praise. Father, remember our brothers on the line. Bless them, cover them, keep them, strengthen them. Father, order their steps according to your word. When they're tempted, Lord God, keep them from falling. Lord God, and show them how to increase in their prayers. Father, bless them. They're our brothers, their husbands, our, our cousins, our uncles. Lord God, touch them, cover them. And we thank you for everyone here on this line. In Jesus' name, it is so. 
Blessings, everyone. Until. Blessings. Blessings.